and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I'm not so swift Sam. The not so swift Sam. <laughs> Hi, Sam. Hi, Kate. How are you? I can't complain. Okay. How are you? Exhausted. Exhausted. Holding up but- the, the sole pillar of your community, your <laughs> restaurant, this podcast. <laughs> Did but- you say egg sausage? No. No, oh, I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah, we're taking you to lunch. Taking Papa to lunch today after our podcast. Yeah. We'll take you to lunch too. If you want lunch with us, oh, feel Lord. free to leave a comment, subscribe, do not send us money. It'll help <laughs> go over for the bill. Speaking of, I just bought my tickets to Tampa, my plane tickets. All right. So we are going to Tampa. Go. Yeah. I am going to Tampa. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see how it is. Kate's going to Tampa. Are you excited for that? So excited. So excited. What, we should do. Do you think we should do a bracket on which era Kate's going to see which night? Oh, I mean, I'm hoping she has all the eras. In one night? Yes. The night performance. Is that her plan? Like, I don't know. No one knows what her plan is. There's only theories. And I know how you feel about Easter eggs. Here's a a theory or a plan. uh, Plan. Plan. A theory. Um, A theory. Uh, You and I should uh, do a remote from here and tie in Kate from there. So cool. It's a Thursday night, though. She could dial in and we could. Yeah. Oh, it's a Thursday night. Now we work Thursday nights. Yeah, that's true. We have our own. I work doubles. I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. Double <laughs> shifts. I'm on my third triple that night. Anyway, um, Jason told me Taylor Swift news last night that I did not know. Interesting. Yeah. Feel free to share that at any point, friends. Our girl is dropping the Long Pond Sessions folklore. As a record for a record store day. Okay. And wait. So, so let me give you a little bit of history. Taylor did a documentary for Disney Plus called Folklore, The Long Pond Sessions, where she redid all of her folklore songs like in this theme studio um, from the National, mm-hmm. Aaron Dressner. And it's just really cool. They were all together in the same room. Cause remember she made this during quarantine. So mm-hmm. they all kind of did it from their homes mm-hmm. and it's on Spotify. It's really fun. It's like a very kind of lighter. She's, you, they're clearly having a really good time being together and making music. Mm-hmm. And so now she's releasing it as a record for a record store day, which is gonna, like, this is going to fly. Yeah. A vinyl record. Oh, it's on She banana. also, for Valentine's Day, released the lover vinyl in the heart shape. <laughs> so it's a circular vinyl, but with like the heart stencil. No, it's a heart. See, I don't know how it works. It, it I, I don't work, know. Though. It doesn't work. That, it's just for decoration that I just, it's important to me that you know that it doesn't work. It's only weird if it doesn't work. <laughs> Unless you have one of those like you're in second grade and you have the stencil that it's the gear that you put inside another gear and you put your pencil in and does that unless they make a <laughs> a record player that does that it's not going to work it actually technically works so do i technically <laughs> so there's a, there's circular grooves within the outer you know it's not you don't start the needle on the outer rim you got to kind of like move it in a little bit and then it'll be in the circular area not in the paper area, but I mean, I know it's, it's, it's because like, okay, if we look at the shape of a cartoon heart and you're going to say we can play a full record on it, like this is going to be like LLP, like limited, limited play. Well, I mean, it's a normal, it's like a 
13 song album. It's not, nothing crazy. Yeah, but most vinyls back in the day could only have like four songs tops. You know, it's a whole new world. A new fantastic point of Taylor. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. It's wait. very exciting in vinyl world for us. Congratulations to you, Taylor fans. Congra- One copy per guest. For the records. Oh, it's going to sell store out. Day. Yep. Yeah. April 22nd. I yes. believe that is correct. <laughs> I know ding, things. Ding, ding, ding. I know things. Yeah. That's why my hair is so big. I hear things. I know Taylor things. loves a record store. She does. She's been looking to him. She likes an independent record store. Likes to keep them. In business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she also likes to give them things she can't get anywhere else. At any point, she could have released this, but she held on. She's doing good. She's on some new-ish. Yeah. She's doing things she does every year. I mean, it's a little maroon. And we're going to the five already. All right. We are doing Maroon today. Maroon today. Off Midnights. From Midnights. Track um, two. This is, okay, track dose. So full disclosure, as some people might have heard before months and months ago, uh, I have listened to this entire album only the once mm-hmm. when we did the listening premiere. I have no memory of this song. It's fine. So I can't wait to see if I enjoy it or I don't. I, this song... Perhaps has my very favorite line on this whole album in it. Okay. What is I'm it? I'm really, you'll have to listen. Do See I if you can to? pick it out. Okay. And yes, you have to. All right. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause and we'll be right back. Well, Sam, did you find my favorite lyric? I, mm, I have two ideas. Okay. One of them I'm going to say is the rust that grew between telephones. No. Okay. Uh, the lips that I used to call home. No. Nope. Wow. Okay. The the whiny spelt on my card again. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's your favorite lyric in this? It's a real fucking legacy to oh, leave. Okay. You know, I thought that was too. I thought that was too on the nose for this oh, program. On it. Mm. Well, that and the carnations you thought were roses. Yeah, that's us. As I was um, for Valentine's Day at the restaurant, we get carnations for the tables because they last longer than roses. They're harder for the staff to kill. Um, and as I was putting them out, I was like, huh. I just heard that lyric in my head. Uh, fun little story. The day after I graduated high school, I started working at a graveyard. <laughs> and I was dating somebody. And one of the groundskeepers and I were removing the flowers from stones and there were still great flowers on it. When you pick off the, you know, the fades of clipped flowers, he's like, you should give this to your girlfriend. I was like, that's a great idea. And so I made a bouquet and gave it to her. And I saw this look of like surprise going to absolute terror as they realized that I got flowers for them from a graveyard. Broke up with me that day. Broke up with me. On scene, as I gave them, <laughs> like, th- and I want to say it was white carnations, not white roses. So I'm, mm, mm, warms warms the cockles of my heart. <laughs> that is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. No, come on, I I've done worse things, but yeah, I gave someone flowers from the graveyard and they dumped me. Did we learn a valuable lesson from that? Yeah, kids. Uh, if you love someone, oh my God. don't tell them you got them flowers in the graveyard. That's a start. <laughs> That's a start. Sometimes lying is good. Omitting. <laughs> Omitting. So you said, hi, honey. 
I got you some flowers. Yep. From the no period period okay and then she said did you work today and i said yep (laughs) she said you got me flowers from the graveyard so i was omitting it up until the point where like this is from where you got it now this co-worker was he not very fond of you he was a 70 something year old man who had some fun with you by telling you to give your girlfriend flowers from the graveyard listen i have plenty of stories to keep you up at night about working in a graveyard i'm good no 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 Uh, one one per episode i literally one one per episode i literally lived in a looney tunes dimension for a summer because none of these stories are going to this might be the most plausible one so far how have we been married for six years and i've never heard that you worked in a graveyard because some things are better left buried but here we are so uh we had a couple too many espresso martinis last week <laughs> we started to, we had nine i think we clocked us at nine each. when was that sunday night monday last after recording last week yeah oh okay. we, we had martini or espresso martinis for lunch let's just start there yeah start start there it got real weird um and we convinced a solid portion of the press room that we'd been married for six years. And this was before we created a, it's not a cult. It's before we created a mantra. This is after the mantra. Actually, that's what we were supposed to talk to you about before the recording. Mm-hmm. We'll circle back to this after, but Sam has a new life mantra. Yeah. Kate was really uh, telling me how TikTok and a lot of these positive people, the, the, the newer, the new wave influencers are mm-hmm. creating mantras and they're sharing the mantras and you say your mantra every day and it'll help align your your chakras in the universe and things will go your way. Mm-hmm. And I came yep. up with my own and it is we as came follows. up. We came up. I am a lucky Lizzo lady. Everything in life is happening exactly as it should. It's about damn time. It builds <laughs> from there. I have a logo. But just it does. For, the, for the record, I've been, I've been saying this every day at least once for the past 10 days same is it making you feel good i like to think so i like to think it's how it's got i'm getting through this week okay yeah i've been doing mindful minutes myself trying to meditate to you know feel anything feel something um well after it's pretty it gets gets me by i think you should join our movement the stickers are coming in next week you could be a lucky lizzo lady yeah, I created a logo and ordered stickers. Yeah, I'd rather be marooned. Oh, anyway, back to the song. Speaking of um, this song, I the song is a bop. Like I would put this in a top tier Taylor. Top tier. Top tier Taylor. Top I shelf. Love this song. It's like the shelf that they put the incense on that burned the vinyl records. Yep. Mm. Lost track of time again, just listening to it over and over. Bare feet. Over. Laughing with my feet in your lap like you were my closest friend. Where did we end up on the floor anyway, you say? Your roommate's cheap ass screw top rose. That's, <laughs> That's how. how. Top shelf? Oh, yeah. Like, this is like. On a, on a one to shake it off, you're giving us a shake it off? This hits for me. This hits for you. Okay, let's talk. Why does this hit for you? What? It slays. Was that what the kids are saying? Slides. Slays. It slays. Slaws, it Santa Claus slays. All right. So, but what, what this resonates with you in, in a couple ways? Why is that? Because it's that relationship. You're there. You're like doing the mundane things. You're dancing in New York. You're like living your life. You're hanging out. You're drinking cheap wine. And then it break. You break up, and you mm-hmm. don't. She doesn't get into the 
why it goes from we're good we're done and then you're like yeah it's bullshit here for it the lips that i called home so scarlet do you notice that she's maroon she uses every color every way you can say it and never uses the word red not once in these lyrics does she say red. So every, we've got scarlet, every, every we've got rust, we've got maroon, mm-hmm. we've got red imagery. Lips are red, carnations, rubies, roses, but we never get the word red. Blood rush my cheeks, so scarlet. Cheeks. Blood. Rust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But no red. Well, I feel like if she wanted to mention red, she would speak now. Do you, well, do you want to know why we think that she didn't? Because she's fearless or because. She... It's right there. Just grab it. Just grab it. You got this. Her first album name. You got this. <laughs> she's Taylor Swift. She's Taylor Swift. And she was debuting the ex- extents of her. She found us the thesaurus and she was going through everything that wasn't red. Um, so. On her album, Red, and she has a song called Red. Wait, what? I think we've, have we done it? Have aren't we done releasing, Red? You guys, aren't they releasing Red? We've on already, Vi- it's already it's been there, done that, song. buddy. Have we done this? I, I, we gotta keep it list. We, we've done Red. Have we done I'm Red? I'm pretty certain we've done Red. Uh, so uh, also sidebar, Kate has, uh, on several occasions, I've, I've gifted her the gift of, she can use my uh, dating apps to create a profile for me to try and seek interest. And in some ways, we decided to be like, you know what? Even if they're going to just look at the photo and swipe left, we should at least plug the podcast. And so one of the dating prompts is like, I'm Sam and I have a Taylor Swift podcast. You should ask me about it. I uh, thought that was brilliant marketing on my part. Someone, one of the people who followed through and be like, tell me about your podcast. And like, there's no way you're actually doing this. Went through and they're like, I can't believe you haven't done all too well, 10 minute version. And I was like, I'm very certain that We've I have, it. thank you. And they kept looking like, oh wait, you did. And I was like, yeah, don't question me. I This is <laughs> dedicated, demented dedication, sure. But this is dedication. It is dedication and I, we have done red. Look we have done it. red. So in red, oh yeah, we did it for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, in red, she doesn't, she only uses red. And yeah, she never driving uses- a Maserati down a dead end street. Like she really gets into like, Loving you was red. Mm -hmm. And now we have this relationship falling apart and everything's maroon. Ooh, so do you, so is this like a a sequel, a segue, a a companion track to red? We think so. Okay. I mean, (laughs) I mean, one has red in it and the other doesn't have red, but it has shades of red. Yeah. The doy, Sam, you koala brain fool. (laughs) 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 Yes. Is that is that gonna be my new bit? Where every time I'm I'm actually comprehending something. Oh gosh, Katie. I'm sorry. What did you just call me? <laughs> Again, because this is the koala brain Sam yeah. going full goof troop. Yeah. Well, Katie. <laughs> it's not gonna be a thing. No, it's not. Okay. That, um, that is interesting because uh, again, we're going from if you if you compare it to Red, where it's. Fast, furious, in the moment always. Mm-hmm. This clocks in in the moment and then it clocks out and it's like, done, over. It's really interesting to like start with red and then go to maroon. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa. It's like this young, full of hope, this love. Like she, It's exciting and it's dangerous and it's... Well, what's interesting too is is 
that song, yeah, it's dangerous. In this song, you're you're kind of saying in some ways we're talking about the simplicity, the mundane, mm-hmm. the things you take for granted. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because obviously we and the majority of the world don't live in New York City. Right. Um, the idea of dancing in New York City, it seems very La La Land. It seems mm-hmm. very, um, it's very romanticized. Yeah. And there have been TV shows where it, like it shows people dancing in New York, and like the reality is like someone walks by and like, "What are you doing? You're in New York. Move out of the street. Yeah, like, get don't out do of the this. way." Because everyone else is trying to exist, and you are ruining their day. Yeah. And then you have moments where like historically romanticized things like um, Amazing Miss Maisel. Yeah. And it's, they're in Paris, marvelous. marvelous Maisel, and the parents are dancing along the river, and it's like, no, people actually did do this. However, today. Probably not so much anymore. Like unless you can, you're in a flash mob in Times Square. Unless it is a planned and organized thing, which you can't always plan and organize love. It what? falls apart. It mm-hmm. falls through your fingers when you do something like that. Yeah. And you have this song right here where it's it's not a deep analysis. It's surgical where it's like this was then and now it's cut and it's gone. The rust that grows on telephone wires. Yeah. It is no longer in service. Yep. That's... It's f- Decaying. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah. You know it was there. There's it was evidence there. it was there. Yeah. But it's gone. Yeah. It's a real oh. fucking legacy. It's marooned on an island. Yep. Who is this about? I mean, if you put it with red, it's about Gyllenhaal, but it could be about here. Like, it. This... We don't. I, I, lots of theories. This Gyllenhaal has me smoking out the window. Are you kidding me? This is a. a this is a. Oh, yep. Because the red scarf. Okay. Yeah, because of the red scarf, well, Sam. Sure. You gotta tie that string together, the <laughs> invisible string that ties these songs. In her red yeah, album, mm-hmm. red album, that was her Jake Chillenhall breakup get together breakup masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And so like it, it would lead you to believe from the song that this is a red song and older, her looking back at it, mm-hmm. being like, Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes there are things that you say that are they fall into the conspiracy or the Taylor verse. Let's just say the Taylor verse. Yeah. Your connections. Yeah. And I don't always buy into it. I'm going to accept Rarely do you buy into it. I'm going yes. to accept that this is a plausibility that this is in more than one way a companion to that yeah. where it could be it could sound like it's from the red out. Like there's certain things sure. I'm going to accept that that is your thought. I Hold on one second before you can I yeah, please. So this is just my theory. It's not but my theory is while she was re recording Red and kind of back in that mm-hmm. for a minute, she looked at it from an adult lens. And that would be like kind of her like synopsis of the relationship, which kind of tracks because it was good and then he ghosted her on her birthday. Mm. So like that's why there's that no middle of the it's good and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I I, Which, I mean, we've all had that relationship. Being ghosted on your birthday is, uh, I will say, worse than a 15-second breakup voicemail. Yeah. It's definitely worse. Yeah. And I've seen the music video. I saw that sweet girl from Stranger Things crying as everyone else is at the table. and her Sadie dad, Sink. Sadie Sink. Excellent drummer, by the way. I heard that. Um, I just don't see this as, maybe it's for me. I'm. It's not a top-shelf song. Uh. Top shelf song for me. 
you guys, please do your own homework on this. Um, if you haven't watched Bo Burnham's Inside, which is a fantastic, uh, uh, everyone's locked inside during the pandemic. It's a time capsule piece, especially from an artist po- point of view. If you want to talk about, you know, Long Pond and uh, yeah. t- Taylor recording from a distance, this is somebody who's just doing it on their own. They were supposed to be out in the world. Now they're just recording in their apartment because they can't be anywhere else. There's a song called All Eyes on Me, which has all of this emotion pointed in a different direction, but it, it is fairly the same song. There's enough differences here. You're like, Sam, this is a reach, but I'm telling you, like, if you actually just like listen and compare, it is it is that. It is isolation. It is heartbreak. It is there was something better, and now we have this, which it's it's not the same, definitely. You don't have that love, that feeling, that energy. Well, you can actually draw a line from Bo Burnham's song to Taylor, like a straight line, one stop. You ready for it? The more you know. <laughs> you ready for it? I'm, I'm ready for you to tell me how. Oh, hold on. I'm going to write something down real quick. Okay. And if it's the same thing, uh, I will be amazed. I think he's got it. All right. What is the line? No, no, no. So didn't Phoebe Bridgers cover this? Uh, Phoebe Bridges covers um, uh, that funny feeling, which was, in a lot of ways, it's about realizing that the world not only is not perfect, but it's also a bit on fire, but we all keep moving on no matter what. And like that feeling of like, things aren't right, but like, you got to keep going. And who's opening for Taylor and Gillette? Uh, one of the people is Phoebe. Uh-huh. I know. I When you wrote down, I was like, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, th- I, so I'm sure she, she had Mike Berbiglia in her antihero. Like, mm-hmm. tell me she's not a fan of. Oh, antihero is full of comedians and like good uh, comedians. I know. Good, bust and grown comedians. So I'm saying. Real wild stuff in that video. So I'm saying. Taylor, Sam's a stand up comedian. Yeah. Find me in one of your videos. Let's make. You already have bank. Um, <laughs> let's make good art. Let's make good art. Back yeah. to Bo Burnham, art is dead. But let's make good art. <laughs> Did we ever tell you our art is dead story, Jason? Uh, no, no one has <laughs> told me anything. <laughs> we were at the press room one night, and this lovely lady, Kirsten, is telling us about how her daughter is doing an artist showcase at the Seacoast Rep. Big fundraiser night. Trying to get- of, yeah, all their big, big money people. Mm-hmm. And the song that her daughter picked was Art is Dead. Which is a early Bo Burnham song. Uh, it is scathingly comedic, very talented, very fast paced. She's going to play it on piano. She's going to sing it. Her mom is like, why would you ever do this? You're trying to get people to endorse you, to sponsor you, to fund these programs. Why? This is going to turn them away. And we Kate, talked her into it. Yeah. We talked Kirsten and Kristen into it. Yeah. Kate and I were like, this is what they actually should see because it's especially coming from a a young girl's perspective, it's going to skyrocket everybody's involvement. Sure enough. Well, we also said they're not going to get it. (laughs) We were right. Yeah. They didn't get it, but she did it and she did a great job. Here we are empowering that generation. And that person never worked again. 
don't know they're getting they're getting good gigs yeah yeah sometimes they listen to the podcast sometimes. she's a big swifty yeah who would have thunk it well she's got good taste <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i i think that the bo burnham version was in my mind superior I do appreciate this song. There's nothing I can truly nitpick on. There's nothing I'm going to be like, I did not enjoy this. She uses the title. She, yeah. She said Maroon a couple of times. It wasn't just the one time. It wasn't a one and done. Yeah. She said it Maroon at least five times. Yeah. It's a real legacy to leave. <laughs> I do uh, like the theory, the idea of it connecting to Red. Uh, it does not make me want to listen to Red again, but it, I'm glad it's there. Uh, well, I'm in my 1989 era right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I'm not probably going to go back to Red for a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Well, we did pass 22,000 streams. Mm-hmm. We did. Congratulations. Hey, to you. Yay. To you, Kate. To Thanks, you. guys. To you, buddy. Thanks. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> And synchronized. <laughs> uh, it's for me. It's not a banger. It's not a. It's not a magnum opus. It's, it's a slow burn. It's so good. Mm, mm. This is. But I live in this album. I listen to this. I mean, because I'd spend still long week at work. About eight thirty, I put it on every night in the restaurant. This is a smoke break song all the way through. This is a smoke break song. Like this is something like I need dirty air and to get away from people and just like get my mind back hey does that make sense yeah. to you I, I i feel like this this is an american spirit of a song i'm just so excited to see her do this live yeah and just like experience it with like a whole crowd i was talking to one of my tables i'm a little scared for the moms who are bringing their kids like their young girls to this concert because it is taylor's not she's not censoring herself anymore no and like her fans that have grown up with her, the ones with the disposable income to be mm-hmm. in there are like, we're not messing around. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. I don't think she's going to go full Sam Kinison or like just swearing all the time. No. But she's not pulling any punches. There's probably at one point if she's doing like a speech of hers, there's probably going to be one F bomb. Yeah. In a speech. But it's also like. <laughs> You may have called it a cult meeting twice. Um, but I'm like, you're going to have these grown women <laughs> drinking rosé, ready, like, cosplaying as Taylor. <laughs> which <laughs> is like a little, like, you know, live your best lives. <laughs> I will not be, but go for it. Um, and just like watching this unfold, all I can think of is the mother having to explain to her six-year-old... <laughs> What they're talking about. That's if the six-year-old makes it. Uh, explain or indoctrinate. Well, yeah, you can't indoctrinate them at six. You got to let them break their hearts a little bit. I just, the, the fact that you're like, they, you said that they're going to be here, and then you added cosplaying here. <laughs> I love how we find this behavior unacceptable in people like Jared Leto, and we find it totally acceptable for Taylor Swift. Well, I don't find it at all acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe that. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, you know what? If it brings you joy, it brings you joy. Dress up as Taylor Swift. Like yourself up. Hard pass. <laughs> For me. It brings me joy not dressing up like Taylor Swift. I would just recommend maybe not wearing four-inch heels. That's my uh, 
So on my TikTok, it's all these girls being like, I'm going to wear this to the Taylor Swift concert. And it's a really cute, like, sparkly dress, which, okay, it's not going to be super comfortable to be standing in for, for so long. And then they're like, look at these shoes. And it's four inch, like, heels. I'm like, you are going to break an ankle. I suggest comfortable watch. I'm such an old lady. Well, I'm such an old lady. Bring cl- layers. It's going to be cool. Clearly, they don't have lawn seats, you know? What's a, huh? Lawn seats when you have some theaters that have no, no, no. grass. Taylor plays stadiums. Yeah, there, there are stadiums that have lawns. Well, I mean, when she lets the football teams play in them, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, this this is a one out of ten for me now, just based on it. I will hold every prejudice against you and your dedication towards her from now on. All right. We're going to call it quits here. Uh, oh, boy. Let me gonna, get my list. We're going to give this song uh, seven out of 28 candy hearts. Oh, okay. Uh which is one out of four. Uh, I'm going to roll in memory of Jill Petruziello. Alive and well, driving a new car. So you're thinking of you in that old Jeep. New Jeep. <laughs> We're going to roll an album. We're going to roll a song. And the album is number 10. Oh, all right. <laughs> which is back to midnight. Back to midnight. Here we are again. What you got? We've done how many? Four songs? Now? We've almost got through this album. Perfect. Get out of the way. 16 is not a number 16 on it. 16 is a number on it. 16 is a number and on it. And it's Paris. Yes. Tune in next week as the amazing Miss Maisel is here with Tony Shalhoub dancing with his wife in Paris. Wait, I thought there was only 13. 16s that. It's the extras, the bonus tracks. Oh, Sam, you forgot about the 3 a.m. Yep. Day after Christmas. I'll put some clothes on in the okay. dark. Okay. You're really into the uh, the goof troops. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. She's a brick of drowning slowly. All right. Thank you, thank you. That's literally the Bo Burnham feeling is that it's, it's all artificial. No one is in the room with them, and it sounds like it's a crowded amphitheater. Well, we're here. You're we're fine. here, and next week we'll always have Paris. I know, we're going to Paris. Très bien. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm Kate the Swifty. If you haven't already, make sure to follow, like, subscribe, review. We love a five-star review. That we do. And I'm not so swift, Sam. If you didn't like anything about me, let Kate know because any yes. type of feedback is still positive feedback, especially when you're encouraging her to keep doing this. <laughs> her Lord and Savior Taylor Swift's work. Just slide into her DMs. <laughs> we'll be back next week. It's still in our Midnight's era with Paris. Yeah. And remember, you too can be a lucky Lizzo lady. Yes, you can. It's about damn time. <laughs>